It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith. And me, Amy Gledhill. I'm from a lovely little place called Hull. And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul. And we've been living in London, much to our family's shame, for too long. So, we're going to be trawling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the North. This is Northern News! Hello and welcome to Northern News! Hello! What's that in the air? The distant twang of Cupid's bow. Oh. He's off back. Off back? To wherever he lives. Hang on. You can't say the distant twang and then say he's off back. He's off back. You went from poetic to <laughs> noetic. The distant, I don't know if distant twang is very poetic. I think saying, hark, what's that? Is the distant twang of Cupid's bow. Yeah. He's off right back to some shithole. He's off back. Where's he come from, Cupid? Heaven. Mm, yeah, let's say heaven, probably. And I think Cupid's the creepiest angel. Do you? Yeah. He's a baby. Yeah. But he's clearly, he's not, I can't imagine he can't talk. You know what I mean? I reckon mm. he's like, he's got a bow and arrow. Yeah. So at one point he's had to be like, um, yeah, I make my string, <laughs> uh, get a string replacement on this. So he's like fully, yeah, um, like adult brain. In a baby's body, yeah, he's got a weapon, yeah, and he's going around town, and he's a bit of a voyeur. Oh yeah, I don't like him. No, weird, muscly baby with the mental age of about fifty-seven. Yeah, and um, a bow and arrow. He's a pervert of the yeah. highest degree. And he just shoots someone, then you fancy that person. What if you got nothing in common? Yeah. What if he accidentally shoots like a cow or something? And you're like, oh. Yeah. Right. Now, now I love a cow. Now I love a cow. Brilliant. Thanks a lot, you old dirty baby. 
I think that's what, you know, those people who marry inanimate objects, like yeah. wardrobe and stuff. Yeah. That's just Cupid when he's like, he's, Hung bit, over. he's a bit pissed. He's missed <laughs> his shot. He's like, oh, no, I got a grandfather clock. Ah, I got the Eiffel Tower then, didn't I? I was aiming for that guy. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right, well, she's married to the Eiffel Tower now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. He's an arsehole. He's an arsehole. But what we're trying to say is happy... Boxing Day, Valentine's yeah. Day. If you listen to this on the day it comes out, which yeah. I always recommend, not only <laughs> is it the Boxing Day of Valentine's Day, yeah. it's the morn or the day. You're so poetic but, today. Yes, the morn <laughs> of the day. We tread the boards at the Bill Murray doing a live show. We're doing a live show tonight. Yeah, I'm oh, pumped. I'm pumpty, pumpty, pumpty. You could, if I gave blood... Yeah. Now, they uh-huh. wouldn't they wouldn't be able to give this blood to anyone because it's too pumped. <laughs> really? They'd give it to someone like, oh, we need a bit of blood. This guy's lost a bit of blood. They put my blood in. Yeah. Just start doing a podcast. Bloody hell. We don't need more of them. No. Put it in a racehorse. Yeah. You well, do that. What have you been up to this week? <laughs> oh, I bet it's not going to be as interesting as he's replacing your blood with a horse's blood. A mood, everybody. On this, the day after the the day of love. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Um depends on it. When you're at the start of a relationship, you sort of I always go, Oh, I'm not bothered, but I am bothered. Yeah. And then later on in the relationship, you feel like you have to still say, like, oh yeah, I want to do something, but really just like, I want to go and have a bath, mm. pull my face muscles up and yeah. and get to sleep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like the idea of going to a restaurant and looking around and going, Ah, loving that special, is it? Everyone's doing it. (laughs) Everyone's doing this. Yeah, it feels a bit hack, doesn't it? Mm. But also then you're like, well, maybe I'll celebrate it ironically or maybe you do like a Galentine's Day or something. But really, in my heart of hearts, I just don't want to do anything ever apart from live shows and podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all who sail in her. Mm. Um, What what have you been up to? Well, I've been practising my brother. Mm. One of the things he got me, I don't want you to think this is the only thing he got me for Christmas. And he he was like, he's he's had an idea and he's gone all in on it. Yeah. But he got me a really cool um, present. Got me a lock picking set. Oh, my God. And some locks that you can practise. So every now and then I have a bit of free time. I'm like, I've watched TV, I've done my work. I'll have a go at picking a lock. No way. It's great. You put like a thing in, you put a thing in the lock and you put pressure on it. But there's little bits coming down on a lock and you've got to get them like all even. And um, yes, I think years time. If we put that clip of what you just did with your hands on social media but took the sound off, it looks like you're explaining how to pleasure a lady. Badly. Oh, Real badly. badly, let me tell you. Well, because we might put it out with the audio, put yeah. it out without the audio, to cater to two different audiences. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good, but I'd like to get to the point where I can get into any house on my street. Right. Well, you're going to prison. I think we should put mm. the racehorse blood in you. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be even quicker then. <laughs> Someone's playing the music too loud rather than knocking the door. In there. Gallop go, around. Go into the house. Turn your music down! <laughs> Kicking with my back foot. Oh, that's good. My back foot. But yeah, just getting into lock picking. I once um I opened a lock in an escape room without any clothes, just because I think I can I think you can open um what? you know the locks have like numbers on. Yeah. What what you do is you put Who are you? I'm a fucking master criminal. 
all, all the top bit, you put some pressure on the lock as if you're like, yeah. as if you were going to separate it. Then you move the thing round and you feel him for any little bit of like a release of pressure and any like little noise that sounds a bit different. And I just did that like four times and the lock Ian, come open. I've got someone on Ian, the walkie-talkie. I'm, I'm come scared. On. Yeah? I'm frightened of you. You should be frightened. Oh, I've read God. your diary. <laughs> I've been in your house. I've read your diary. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I'm just trying to do that. Good for you. What have you been up to? Well, uh, the op- well, I could do with a lock-picking set, really, because mm. I haven't had the internet oh, God. in my property for a very long time now because things keep going wrong with the installation, blah, 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 blah. And I just want you to know, and I want everybody listening to know, that you think you can live without the internet. I also don't have phone signal because oh, my now previous phone operator because I'm be switching very shortly yeah. I don't get a signal in my house and I don't have the internet so mm. even though I live in London in a busy part of London I feel like I've been living in a cabin in the woods completely cut off from yeah. society and I've been going mad I hate hard, it. it I hate it I hate it yeah it's no internet's horrible you think I think like oh I don't scroll that much whatever Oh my god, you use it so much, mm. and and oh, the only thing I've been able to do is download uh, audio books very oh quickly god. outside because you can download enough quite quickly to like, mm. you know. So I'll, I'll like cook my dinner and I go right. I'll sit down in front of the telly, but I don't eat and I sit down and I play some fucking Lord of the Rings. And you don't even have. I like, hate it. Do you have free view? Can you watch anything? I don't have telly. I don't have anything. It's all internet related. God. Can it's you free imagine view, the that? Internet. Yes, it's all the internet. Oh, God. It's Google Maps, the internet. It's the internet. It's all the internet. Fucking you God. think of anything that you enjoy in your life, you need the internet for it. You need the internet to get places, to find out what time you have to set off, to find out what time the trains are, to look what time the shop closes before you set off in the rain. <laughs> oh, no. I can't believe that people, society, human beings, mm. used to exist without it. I can't imagine how, yeah, it's horrible, how that isn't it? happened. Well, I hope you get it. I'm getting it tomorrow. Oh, oh fucking hell! <laughs> you asked me well, what I've been be up solved. to. Yeah, it's all yeah. gonna be solved. Don't worry about that. I'm never listening to Lord of the Rings audiobook again. My God, that's me up, Pop. As it's Love Week, mm. I've got, I've got two options for you, really, because. One of them is about love and one's one that I brought in and I don't know if it's um I don't know if it's a bit too uh too much. So I'm gonna let you I'm gonna tell you both headlines. Okay. And then you tell me which one to proceed with. Okay? Yes. Number one, over four in five Brits have fallen for romance scam due to oh, sweet yes. talk used. Mm. Or romance. <laughs> God. It's almost certainly going to be this one. Dad masturbated in farm foods <laughs> as part of Isle cordoned off in disgusting incident. Mm. <laughs> Which one fits the tone of our podcast? <laughs> I'd probably go farm foods. Farm foods. It's farm <laughs> foods. And we're going to Teesside. Of course we are. Cornered off the aisle. Just the aisle. The rest of the shop, fine, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, it's, it's farm foods is great, very cheap. You got you can do a whole shop yeah. in there for like twenty quid. 
bang it all in the freezer, last you the rest of your life. No wonder it's 20 quid. And that guy's, he hadn't even banged it in the freezer, he's banged it in the shop. Oh, my Lord. Lordy Lord. That's um, horrible, that. Farm foods. Yeah. Largely frozen goods. But it's a, it's a week of romance. Maybe the moment took him. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Because they'll be playing he's music. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Love is in the air and he's gone. Oh, it is, you know. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Here we Shepherd's go. pie. <laughs> <laughs> What's what would you say is the least sexy food? Yes, yeah, uh, that's it a hard that. one, isn't it? I think shepherd's pie is up there, food. isn't it? Yeah, bag of frozen broccoli could look like um, a lady's lumpy thighs. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be sick in the head to be going through farm foods. <laughs> it's ten. It is tenuous. I'm not saying it's sexy. Not... <laughs> Oh, lumpy lady fries. <laughs> oh, who is this guy? Does he name him? Oh, let's not name him. Okay. He, he's just called a dad, which I think is worse. Though. A dad. He's only 33. A young dad. A young dad, 33, was spotted by members of staff at the Catcote Road store looking suspicious. And you would be, wouldn't you? You yeah. would be. Then workers viewed the CCTV and he appeared to have something in his bag. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. He paid for the item and left. Fine. He's got away with it, so he thinks. Mm, haven't done anything wrong so far? Not so far. But a further check of the CCTV was carried out and it was discovered he had carried out a solo sex act in an, a- <laughs> in an area of the store had to be closed off and the police attended to collect a DNA sample which was later matched to him. Oh, no. Oh, dear, dear, dear. So there he is. Um, Do you reckon he could be like, I don't want to give a DNA? He's given it. It's on It's on the, the chicken Kiev. If that were me and I got like the call through, be like, come into the police station, give a oh, d- DNA thing. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'd wax all the air off my body because you get DNA from that. But I just remember, you got to get like a little swab in your mouth. Anything, literally any part of your body. I, I'd go in nails. completely bald. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, take some DNA. Okay, just open your mouth. Bit of spit. Fuck! (laughs) Little bit of spit. (laughs) He just pled guilty at the first available opportunity. He was just like, yep, that's me. Yeah, you've got to, haven't you? You You're on CCTV. There's not a lot you can Mm. do at that point. Also, I think if you say guilty, it doesn't go to trial. You're just guilty. You don't have to have a jury thing. Oh, is it? Because if you were like, innocent, I'm going to contest this, you'd be like... I want 12 strangers to decide whether I committed a solo sex act on a shepherd's pie. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you would just plead You'd guilty. Just like, Will they print my name in the newspaper? No. They have printed it. Oh, have they? Yeah. Oh, no. I'd be like, come on. And they Tell put, the story. Don't put my name down. put a picture of him in. Really? Can I have a look at his picture? Yeah. Just in case. You can't see his full face. He's in a hood. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's a wise move from him, actually, on the way yeah. to the court. Yeah, he's got his he's got his phone out. I wonder what he's looking at. Probably doing his weekly shop. Tractors. <laughs> Do we need frozen peas? <laughs> uh, That's horrible, that. The judge handed him a 26-week sentence suspended for 18 months. I don't understand what that means. It means you'd only go to prison if you do another crime within 18 months. Um, yeah, if someone was to say to you, Right. You got you your sentence is five year is a five year suspended sentence. You'd be like, oh my god, I've got in prison for five years. And they'd be yeah. like, no, no, no. Suspended. So we've like in a year's time, 
you've done another business in farm foods. They'll be like, get in prison. For five years. I think so, but they'll probably take off the time that you've been out. I don't know. Right, so he's not going to prison. He, but if anything happens within 18 months, he will go to prison for 26 weeks. Yeah. Unless he's gone to prison for five years, he's suspended for five years, he's going to be like hung from the prison by, by his arms, yeah. flopping about in the wind. Or suspended above the farm foods. Oh, as he'd, a, he'd love that, wouldn't he? <laughs> as a tale, like when in the medieval times when they'd, when they'd behead oh, a traitor yes. and hang it on the castle wall. I'd be going to farm food. like, why is her head on a spike outside here? <laughs> he, he had a solo sex act <laughs> on a frozen quiche Lorraine. <laughs> no, fair, fair enough, actually. Um, he must complete at least 10 days rehabilitation and 150 hours of unpaid work. Um, he must also pay £85 costs and a £154 surcharge which will be deducted from his benefits. And I can only presume that is to cover the expenses of that which he soiled. Yeah. So he's really spread, hasn't he? In farm food. In farm food. That's a full aisle, 85 quid. If you were doing a supermarket sweep Mm. and you had to make 85 quid in farm foods, you'd have a bloody hell of a challenge. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you'd have to go for the the big meat, the pork loins, the frozen chickens. Dale Winton would be rolling in his grave if he... Um... He would, I know. R.I. Frozen Peas. <laughs> oh, Yorkshire puddings. What's been happening uh, in the north that you have brought? Well, it's sort of romantic because when you are getting a little gift for your partner, mm. you might get them some flowers. Mm. What's a bit worse than a, a flower? A plant, a regular plant. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is a story about plants. Wow, that's the link, is it? Yep, it's just about a plant. Um, <laughs> it's about a plant. Anik Garden sent this is about. Yep. A venomous plant which can cause extreme pain um, has arrived in the UK. Plant which causes pain like being electrocuted and set on fire. Mm. It's called the Dendrochnide moridis. Sorry, what is it, what is it called? Dend... Rocknide moridis. Sorry, I was listening again. Just it's also time. known <laughs> Dendrochnide moridis, <laughs> known as Gimpy Gimpy. Gimpy Gimpy. Gimpy Gimpy. Double Gimp. This is why it's romantic. This is Valentine's yeah, Day related. Double Gimping. Or what is it? PVC. PVC. PVC on rubber PVC. or rubber? I don't really know. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not up on my Gimp culture as much as I should. No, be. no. And we'll get someone on the pod. Yeah. To try and help us on that. Yeah. But yeah, Gimpy Gimpy um, is an Anik <laughs> Garden Centre, um, which is home to more than 100 dangerous plants. Ominously has, these plants can kill and a skull and crossbones etched on its gates. Oh my God. But yeah, it's in a glass case. It's like Jurassic Park, but without the dinosaurs, but the plants are scary. But it says, do not touch Gimpy Gimpy. <gasps> oh my God. The the people handling the gimpy gimpy are wearing like hazmat suits and like um, yeah, like a visor over their face. Yeah, funnily enough, the two people handling gimpy gimpy have got all their bodies covered and they've got a face mask on. It couldn't be more gimpy gimpy if you try. <laughs> yeah, this it recently discovered its toxin bore a strong resemblance to the venom of spiders and scorpions. There's little hairs on it, and if you brush past it and there's any skin contact, the hairs from the plant. Grow under the skin, (gasps) 
break off, inject venom, which has been described as being electrocuted and set on fire at the same time. Oh, my God. How would you know? Like, you're on fire. You're like, ah, ah. You wouldn't have thought you'd even register an electrocution. Yeah. But there must be another level where you're like, ah, oh. ah, ooh, ah. Well, exactly that. It's got to yeah. be exactly that, hasn't it? Oh, my God. Fucking hell. It's locked behind glass. As if hairs from the plant are blown out of the cabinet, they could cause serious... So just in the air, these little hairs will go... Oh, no, no. Through the air, just... They go, they're the airborne. Yeah, yeah, float with a bit of wind. <gasps> All these little hairs come out. You just get one on you. You're like, wow. Horrible. This garden centre sound. We should go here for an episode. Set up in 2005, after the historic Alnick Garden Centre was revived as a tourist attraction. Visitors are only allowed in during guided tours and are banned from smelling, touching or tasting Ooh. plants. Some visitors have been known to faint from breathing in toxic fumes while walking through the garden. <gasps> oh, my God. What a place. Um, there's only one comment on the article, and it says, this comment violated our policy. Okay. And there's All one right, reply okay. to that comment saying, have you been breathing in some bad spores? Sounds like it. So it must have been a weird comment. <laughs> Whatever it was, it went against the policy of the Metro. Wow. Oh, my God. They're, them plants sound absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And oh you know, God. I wasn't scared of plants walking in today. I'm going to walk out absolutely really yeah. terrified. I'll tell you what, I won't, I won't be touching any on the way out. Usually, I'll my fingers all over the plants, <laughs> hugging trees. Lying down on the grass, yeah, eating as much grass as I can, see if I can get yeah. my appendix to do something. Just get working, guys. I'm carrying yeah. around. You're doing nothing. You're bringing nothing to the table. Is that what the appendix is for? Eating grass? Yeah, 100% definitely. 100%. I'm 100% faithful. I'm 100% faithful. 110% faithful. That's 10% more faithful than any of you. <laughs> Why you got a big pile of grass in your hand? <laughs> 100% use my appendix. <laughs> The Traitors is good. Yes. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Six pound for a pint. Hello, everyone. Hello. Just a quick thought that if you're enjoying the podcast, you can support us a little bit more on Patreon or Apple Subs. You can indeed, and it starts just £2.50 a month, and it's, it helps us carry on making the podcast, which we love doing so much. And it gives us a warm glow that actually means we don't need to use central heating. Please turn it off. Yeah, and in the summer, it's going to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> 
You get an extra extra episode every week. You get all sorts of benefits and uh, you get the warm glow for knowing you're supporting your favourite podcasts to carry on, carrying on. <laughs> you can support the podcast. You get to hear more from us. I'd love that. It's pissing it down. And now it's time for our special guest, Jen Brister, who was born slash comes from Kingston-upon-Thames, which is the first place I've looked at that has an additional article for all the notable people who come from it. I'd like to ask you, Jen, do you have a favourite person from Kingston-upon-Thames, celebrity-wise? Oh, my God. I didn't know there were... Who are they? I didn't Um, know them. Right, let's go... (laughs) Stephen Wilson, the lead singer of Porcupine Tree. Stormzy. What? Oh, I've heard of Stormzy. Declan Rice. Rat Scabies, the drummer of, of The Damned. <laughs> you, need, you need to go back. Did you say Stormzy? Stormzy, yeah. Stormzy's from Kingston. He lives in Kingston. Oh, he might live in Kingston. He's not uh, from Kingston, is he? Oh, he's born in Croydon. thought it right. was Croydon. I apologise. What's Kingston... Like, although Kingston, when we were looking it up where you were from, I knew yeah. you were southern, but when we said Kingston upon, I was like, it can't be Hull, can it? Has Jen <laughs> kept this a secret from me all this time? Oh my god, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> I was like, what? Kingston upon Thames, of course it is. My brother went to Hull University and lived in Kingston upon Hull, which amused oh. us. It was like, that's just. He's just got it, Kingston, Jamaica to tick off and he's, he's done the trilogy. And he's done the, he's done the natural trilogy, <laughs> the natural triangle of Kingston. The big three. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you have any stories um, from the north? Have you ever been to the north? I have got stories from the north. Um, one that stands out goes back quite a number of years. I would say uh, 23, 24 years. I was in a seaside resort, Blackpool, Oh, yes. Sounds lovely. Mm. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. A very glamorous locale, which I went to for a friend's Hindu. Nice. Okay. Right. Now, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So I'd never been to Blackpool before, I'd heard great things. So we all went. I don't know what we were expecting. But we arrived, we were skint, none of us had any money. Yeah. We rock up to this bed and breakfast. Now, I'm not even sure you could call it a bed and breakfast. <laughs> I think it might have been a hostel. Anyway, <laughs> the only reason why I say that is because the um, condiments were attached to a chain uh, <laughs> to the table. <laughs> Who's, how, what stage has your life got out of you running into a hotel to try and nick some HP sauce? I mean, it wasn't even HP sauce. It was um, malt vinegar. But anyway, look. <laughs> and I just thought, I don't naturally have malt vinegar every day. Yeah, like salt and pepper, sure. Yeah. But why have I, malt vinegar is not something I just think, oh, I'll say what's missing from this spaghetti bolognese. Have you got any malt vinegar? <laughs> not to say that they had spaghetti bolognese on the menu. Because they absolutely didn't. Vinegar chain to the table, I think... You can't encapsulate what Blackpool is like more than that. Snip that off the wall, <laughs> put it in your bag. Yeah, salt. I could have been. I could have got behind that. But the vinegar. I was like, come on, guys. But Who's sticking vinegar? How many? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, what has driven them to go in? Right, we need to chain these to a wall. 
How but many times has it been I'm, nicked? It must have been nicked a lot of times. People have gone, oh, they've got no vinegar down the chippy. I know. I'll go back to. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, turf, yeah. turf wars of like, we run out of vinegar, Sandra. Shops are closed. Right. <laughs> have a run round hotels, will you? <laughs> they've chained them to the desk. <laughs> it's like trying to get a pen from a bank. But anyway, I was with my then girlfriend and uh, we had some time to kill before we went out. We were going out to the, God, for such cliches, we were going to go out to see the night that Lily Savage did many, 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 many years ago where, you know, you go and it's sort of like a, a, a night with drag acts mm. and, uh, you know, Paul O'Grady cut his teeth there as Lily Savage oh, wow. many years ago. Yeah. But that was amazing. Anyway, we went there. Actually, that was loads of fun. We had a great time. Yeah. But prior to that, I, um, we had some time to kill, so I said to my girlfriend, let's go and grab grab a coffee now yeah. that was my first mistake <laughs> bearing in mind this is like i don't know this is just 2000 which yeah. 21st century sure but we forget <laughs> people weren't really drinking coffee until about another 10 years later yeah and definitely not in blackpool not in blackpool oh my god okay so my girlfriend at the time was quite i would say highly strong incredible and <laughs> We were going from place to place. We couldn't find anywhere to get a coffee. And the more grim the places we went into, the more middle class she got, which was really not helping. <laughs> the posher she got. So she would walk into a cafe and she'd say, hello, I wonder, could you possibly? Uh, we're looking for two cappuccinos. We'd love two cappuccinos. And every single time we went in, people were like, well, what the fuck are you going on about two cappuccinos? Anyway. We finally walk into a cafe. It's not a cafe, it's a kebab shop, but I'm I'm just like, this is... <laughs> With a cappuccino machine. Uh, I'm literally, I'm, I feel so stressed because she's stressed. And like, I'm, I know that I'm having to, I've, I've said that I'm going to deliver this cappuccino for her. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get it. Yeah. I walked in and I said, oh, um, hi, I just wondered, um, could I get a couple of cappuccinos, please? And... Honestly, this blue bloke looked at me like I shat in my hand and chucked it in his face. He was absolutely <laughs> livid. He said, what? I said, I, I, and then my voice starts to get lower because I've sort of lost confidence. I'm like, oh, can I get two, can I get two cappuccinos? And he went, two, two what? I said, cappuccinos. <laughs> then he shouts at a woman. I, said, I, I can't see where she is. He's like, I can't remember what her name is, but say her name's Jean. Jean! <laughs> I got two, two people here who want two cappuccinos. <laughs> she said, All right, all right, I'll sauce it. So, anyway, so she eventually walks in with the milkiest looking coffee, and then he grabs a, a can of whipped cream. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you want sprinkles? I went, That's fine, I don't, there's no sprinkles. Thanks. <laughs> and then I said, have you got a spoon? I couldn't. It was oh. like a knickerbocker glory. I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> I never felt more southern and unwelcome. Oh, no. <laughs> but I think, oh, no. I think they've had a go at cappuccinos there. They don't know what that is. They don't know what it is. And they've, whatever information's gone in their head about cappuccino, <laughs> they've been like, right, milk? Milk with cream on top, I think. Also, I, I can't express to you the look of utter disgust on this man's face <laughs> that I couldn't just have a cup of tea like a normal person. 
What the fuck's wrong with me? Oh I have to have a fucking pocket cap, a fucking chino. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but the rest of my time in Blackpool was loads of fun. Well, there you go. I think you've summed up Blackpool at a certain time. Absolutely. Exquisitely. Yeah. Not that. You've it's summed up. In Blackpool, Mel. You can have yeah. a cost. Exactly. Oh. You can have a cortado. It's chained to the wall. It's all happening. Yeah. <laughs> I, I recommend everybody to go to Blackpool, by the way. Oh, 100%. Mm. Jen, you have a special that's out. I do. It's free. Look at that. That's it's absolutely brilliant. You can find it um, via the £800 Gorilla website, but you can also just go to my Instagram or my Facebook page and it's on my bio. There's a link there. Absolute masterclass. So you, you've, you've got to watch the, the full thing in all its glory. You've got to go full Brister. You've got to go full Brister. And experience the full wet T-shirt competition that exists <laughs> within the show. Uh, and you're welcome. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you any more than that, but that—that that is, if that's if that's going to be an extra pull or an extra, yeah, yeah. It, you know, maybe entice people. Go, oh, I'm curious about the wet t-shirt competition more, more than the stand-up comedy. Fine, sure. There's definitely uh, a certain demographic of comedy fan oh, yeah. who will be like, yeah, I think I'll check it. A wet t-shirt. Uh huh. <laughs> Diagram, Ian, is actually the middle bit's massive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Particularly for female comedians, yeah. 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 It's a circle, isn't it? Men who, men who watch female comedians. <laughs> it's a circle, Ian. Yeah. It's a circle. Right. You can find Brister Special on girlsgonewild.com. Yes. <laughs> titty, titty, titties. Wettits.com. Um. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, there you go. Uh, We need to get it on wettits.com immediately. Exactly. And it started here on Northern News. And I'm so yeah. glad. There we go. <laughs> um, thank you so much for doing this, Jen. It's been an absolute treat to chat to you as ever. Thank you very much for having me. Thank Thanks you. for doing it, Jen. Bye. 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 That's my gravy, you daft sod. What about in the world of Hull? In Hull, in the whole wide world, we've got more romance. You know, because I, I care about the podcast and I bring in relevant stories. Um, plants. Yeah, no. That, to be fair, actually, Gimpy Gimpy has surpassed everything. Yes. And also, I don't think wanking in farm foods was that romantic, actually, in hindsight. Yeah. But anyway, this one does have the word romantic in, so let's see. Good. Whole couple's romantic night in ruined... After lightning strike fries TV. Oh no! They got oh, no TV. It fried it like a bloody egg. <laughs> Imagine that. Could you perch a TV? I think you can perch anything you want to perch. Yeah. Not legally, obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course. No TV. No TV. <laughs> no. I can't. It bloody feels. Is this about you? No, it's about a pregnant mum who's in despair. Oh, she's pregnant. She's pregnant as the living room filled up with massive bang and very big flash. <laughs> I hear the beginning of the universe. Yeah. Imagine if a universe was starting in your living room. You're just trying to watch the traitors. <laughs> so, I can't be arsed with this. Massive bang theory and very big flash mm. theory. A whole mum has been left shaken after her home was struck by lightning which came out of nowhere. Famously. Yeah. Comes out of the sky. How's he got in her house? Uh, 
sorry, a few episodes ago, who was the one that was saying about lightning going into Ronnie Pickering's car? Yeah, but it, it bounced off a tree and went through the window. Well, there you go. Fuck it's it. bounced off it, though, isn't it? it? Of course it is. Now, this is my favourite line of the article. See if you can guess which bit I like. Michaela, 31, who is 21 weeks pregnant, was a self-confessed thunder lover before her skybox <laughs> blew up, leaving her home damaged. Yeah, she's brought it on herself. Thunder lover. <laughs> but so it she... sounds like, because it's talking about her being pregnant and stuff, it sounds like she's describing her sexual prowess. Yeah. It's like, let me tell you, I'm a thunder lover. I'm a thunder lover. <laughs> I'm a real thunder lover. You see this You see this bump? That's because I'm a thunder lover. Do yeah. so you reckon she's heard the thunder going and she's opening all the windows, doors open. She loves it. And she's invited this into her house. I think, yeah. So she loved it. She must have been, maybe not inviting. That's the, that, Maybe that's the wrong word. But the lightning bounced off the aerial and hit the road. Uh-huh. Oh, it's hit the aerial. I was going to say, how's it hit the TV? Hit, no, it's hit the aerial and the TV's exploded. That makes more AKA sense. AKA the Big Bang. Yes. Bang and flash. Bang flash. Bang flash. Yeah, but they were about to have a romantic night in. Her and her partner. It was 8.15. They sat down to watch a film they'd saved for weeks. Sci-fi, thriller, anon. Oh. You heard of it? No. No, me either. But it wasn't before long before romance turned spooky. Oh, no. The pair recall they were sat on their sofa with their dog. Any guesses? Rex. No, I'll give you... What time is it? Dog time. It's Chico time, you idiot. Oh, Chico. You can get delirious if you take life too serious. That's one of his looks. <laughs> it's Chico time. Yeah. There was that with the dog Chico before the lightning bounced off the aerial. Michaela was worried for the safety of the baby, obviously, because it's very stressful, I imagine, watching your yeah, TV yeah. explode in front of your face during a non. Yeah. But she, she remained calm, so there was no distress caused. It looks absolutely terrifying. There's a picture here of the uh, of the wall, and it's scorched. Oh, let's have a look. It's a scorched oh, wall. Look at that. Sugar me plums. <laughs> sugar, somebody sugar his plums. It's um, bloody scorched. I don't know if you've noticed over the last couple of episodes, but I'm I'm trying to make that my catchphrase. Oh yeah. Just once an episode, I'll say sugar my plums. Okay. Um, our neighbours, so this, the Michaela says, our neighbours said they knew this was going to happen as it was totally dark and the clouds looked horrible. I'm sorry, but where I'm from, it gets dark pretty much yeah. every night. Oh, it's dark. Those clouds don't look nice. <laughs> I bet some lightning hits. It makes a TV their explode. Their aerial. Yeah. When it goes in the road and they're not going to be able to watch Anon. Oh. God, that's that's the worst part of it all, isn't it? She says, anyway, the next thing you know, they had seen the lightning hit the road just behind the car and they smelt burnt rubber. It nearly hit the car and set the car alight. But how do you know that? If it almost nearly yeah. hit the car, how do you know it would have set the car alight? I don't alight? think lightning like 100% sets cars on fire. Well, we don't know, do we, as discussed. Despite being left in shock, Michaela confirmed both her and the baby are healthy and safe, as is partner Lee. But what it doesn't okay. say is whether they ever finished the bloody film. Yes, did they? Will they? Anon. Should they? I've never heard of Anon. 2018 sci-fi thriller. In the near future, humanity lives in a technologically advanced dystopian society. The government requires that everyone receive an ocular implant that records everything they see. Well, I don't want that. 
it's a film, Ian. It's all right. Yeah, I know, but this is horrible. This. It's weird that they were watching a film about technology and destruction. Yeah, yeah. And what bloody happened? The TV went, I don't think so. Yeah. You shouldn't be watching this. God has gone, not it's on God. my watch. Well. God we've... has gone, I will take you back to the days of water wheels. I'll take you back to what it's like in Amy's flats. <laughs> <laughs> Medieval times. You've been you've been making your own flour as well, haven't you? Oh, big Just time. grinding two bits of stone together. Big time. And I've got ex-boyfriend's heads hanging outside as a warning to yeah. those who enter the flat. <laughs> <laughs> It has been a romantic episode. It has, but is Ghoul swimming in romance? Well, this was back in 2015. And what's more romantic than staying at home with your partner and watching a film? Like a nun? Yes. Mm. Um, Well, this is about a man who's robbing houses. (laughs) The home of romance. (laughs) Oh, I don't. I don't have romantic. This romantic stuff doesn't happen in Ghoul. Of course it does. Your mum and dad did they meet in Ghoul? No. <laughs> did you have? And a, it didn't a, make the news. <laughs> did you ever ever have a girlfriend in Ghoul? Oh no! Yeah, I wish well, I had asked. But I don't think from Ghoul. I not from Ghoul. I hadn't asked. Yeah, but romance still happened in Ghoul then. Yeah, but it's not in the paper. That's not what this podcast is. <laughs> No, oh, my story. I, me and my girlfriend were in ghoul once. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, dim witted burglar caught, but after police GPS tag showed him at robbed houses. Oh my God. With 98 previous convictions, oh. editing his name out was described in court by his barrister. Oh no. As not the sharpest tool in the box. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's very funny. He's basically he's burgled three homes, and the police have said to him, "You know that GPS tag that on you? They've put on you. Oh my god! That's all the crime scenes oh. when the crime's happening." So he was chased by police, taking two of three stolen bikes to his sister's garden shed by the Humberside Police buddy system he was wearing, designed to make him go straight. Right. Broadly was described in court by his barrister as not the sharpest on the box because he did not think the GPS would be enough proof. To put him at the scene. Oh, Other than it, no. it locates him at the scene. At the exact um, time. Yeah, he told police oh. the system was not working and he was at his mum's house. But when police asked his mum, she denied it. <laughs> he hadn't even gone, Mum, look, I need your help here. Get an alibi. We can maybe say it's not working. She's gone, want here. <laughs> She's not a sharpest stone in the box either. No, no. Yeah, he's just been tracked, basically. But he had 98 previous convictions. Yes. Oh, dear. Mm. Oh, dear, oh, dear. And he had three Viking cycles worth more than £600, a set of house keys and a pair of £64 night trainers. A set of house keys? Mm. Yeah, that's the That's the one, one where it? you're like, crikey O'Reilly. Yeah. What if you come home one day and there's just someone in your bath having a bath? Yeah. Freak me out here, and I don't mind telling you that. And he's like, I'm not here, I'm at my mum's house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. This isn't working, this tag. I'm actually not here. Probably oh, won't no worries. submerged in bath water. No, they must think of that. Yeah, of course. You can't you can't electronically tag someone and then say, and don't wash. Just one leg. You've got to wash all your legs. I That's don't. how I was brought up. <laughs> I wash my right leg, never wash my left leg. <laughs> 
It stinks. Oh, God. My left leg hums. <laughs> um, what else we got? Um, a 10-year-old boy was playing a computer game when he saw a man peek into the room attached to his garage before walking off. He's leaving witnesses left, right yeah. and centre. Broadly pleaded guilty on the basis he was a lookout. Prosec- so he was like, I didn't rob them all. I was just a co-conspirator looking out and making sure no one saw the robber. <laughs> this guy's this guy's an idiot. He's a bad lookout, for sure. Yeah. He loves prison. Maybe he does. Yeah, he could do. Maybe he's got a terrible home life and actually prison is where he's happiest and he's flourishing. Maybe he's doing courses, yeah. learning skills. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I always think if I was um, on the street, you surely prison is... Is better than that. Yeah. I met um a a a guy without a home on the train yesterday, yeah. leaving this pod. And we're saying I didn't have any cash. Uh but we had a good chat. Ooh. And he had a bank card, Monzo cards. And um uh I said, Oh, okay. I said, How how does that work then? And he was like, Well, if you want it, he was so nice. Mm. He was like, if you wanted to put anything in, he said you can use these details. And you can put it in and I can I can check how much I've got. And he's like, I know I've got £8 on this and he needed 21 I mean, the system would be better if they just actually gave shelter to these people. But a Monzo card is better mm. because it must be so hard. Nobody has cash anymore. Like, legitimately, they don't have yeah. cash. And you can do silly references when you transfer money online. I put train lady. People up. train lady. Train lady. Train lady. Um, I was going through some of my stuff for my tax return. Yeah. And I had to get money when I was in Australia from Maisie Adam, Marcus Birdman, and. Um, clang, clang. Yeah. And Melinda. And just three in a row, bumming session, dildo order, just stuff Ooh. like that. Oh. Uh, like, that's, I'm having to claim that back as an expense. Do something. <laughs> um, so I've just kind of put like, um, receive money as split for this uh, like thing in Australia. Ooh. But I can't be like, um, receiving money for dildo expenses from Marcus Birdman. Um, I'm writing something about the dildo industry with three comedian friends of mine. Oh, my gosh. It's called Dill Does It Again. Um, well, I think that takes us to the end of this, of this yep. episode. We've got to go and do a live show. Oh, what's the time? <laughs> um, get running. Get running. See you there. All right. I'm going to get a cab. Oh, yeah, that's better. <laughs> it's too far to run. Um, thank you for listening, as ever. And thanks to our special guest, Jen Brister. Oh, just one of my absolute favourites, Ian. She is at the top of her game. Absolutely. Just like you and, and doing uh, presenting. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of pauses in between stuff now. <laughs> uh, you can watch Jen's special, The Optimist, for free. Wow. On YouTube right now. So... Get there, click the buttons, put some real good comedy in your face. Do it right now, youtube.com. If you're coming to the live show tonight, we'll see you there. How yeah. exciting. If you're not, but you want to come to a live show, keep keep your eyes and ears peeled because maybe some will happen in the yeah. future. And remember, if you're at the live show, when I say sugar, you say my plums. That is never, ever going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to try it. You're going to do I'm gonna that. Try it tonight. You're going to have a sea of blank faces going. What? When I say sugar! <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be humiliating this. Right. 
Thanks uh, for listening. Thank you so much for listening. See you again See you next soon. time. Bye. Hello, everyone. It's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show. It's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.